Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Prophet is Dawn here, and I want to welcome you all to another installment of Moments with Moa. Uh, today, I'm going to do things a little bit differently. going to be praying for our youth, for especially our adult children uh, this morning, and we're going to get straight into it, but I want to properly welcome you into Moa's Ark, where you all know God dwells, the Holy Spirit, I mean, Jesus reigns, and the Holy Spirit guides us where we live in the agape. Amen. I thank and praise God for each and every one of you who are listening under the sound of my voice. I have been saying for weeks now (laughs) that I was going to get back on here and do another um, podcast. I got a lot to talk about, a lot of things that I want to go over. uh, But as many of you know, Um, that we are going through a crisis in our nation Uh, throughout the world. They have declared a pandemic uh, as a result of this uh, coronavirus that is out here. But I'm not going to talk about that this morning because I have a sense of urgency, a sense of urgency to pray for our youth, to pray for our sons and our daughters, and especially our young adults, our young adults. And I'm thanking and praising God for them on tonight. But I want to give you all just a little bit of a backstory as to how we got here. Uh, Today is March 18th. And it is approximately 8, no, <laughs> I got to wake up, y'all. It is approximately 1.22 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I was awakened by a dream that I had, and it was so disturbing for me. And I'm going to try to capture it and record it here uh, so that I can recall it if necessary or remember it. Uh, But it it bothered me so much that it woke me up out of my sleep and my heart was pounding and it prompted me to come on and to intercede uh, for our youth. As I feel that the Holy Spirit is is leading us, Uh, I am not in fear. I refuse to fear, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. Not to have, you know, a a, a godly concern or godly fear about a thing, that's all right. Sometimes we have fears, but I'm talking about the spirit of fear that is likened unto a stronghold, something that takes and consumes you. Uh, He's told us to not be anxious for anything. Amen. So we're not going to be anxious. I refuse to have fear, but I believe that as the chief intercessor of my family, that God has given me this dream with a purpose with a purpose and oftentimes when I dream uh, my dreams may or may not be about the individual it may or may not be about the tangible uh, activities that occur in the dream but I'm gonna share it now and we'll see you know what what God is showing in the upcoming days weeks and months but I come on here today 
to interrupt the plans of the enemy to dismantle everything that he is attempting against our children. Amen. But in this dream, I was in the dream and 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 I was in my home. And so I don't know if it was this home, but it kind of felt familiar. I was in my home and I was looking outside and I happened to know that there was there was a um, a disruption outside and it was it was a few people out there and as a matter of fact it seemed like I was in this home but I was also in my childhood home uh on Abington uh it just seemed that familiar and uh I could see that there was a disruption there was somebody that was out there uh shooting and I could see uh two men in particular I saw two men uh, with guns uh, raised, and and I saw them coming, and I saw them uh, uh, shooting, and I was looking across the street, and I could see that multiple people were impacted, and I happened to see my son. I saw my son, and I saw him very clear. He was standing across the street from me in front of a home, and I could see people fleeing into that home and and into the homes nearby trying to get away from these perpetrators uh but my son was he was just walking so cavalier and nonchalant and without a sense of urgency and I'm I'm just thinking to myself he needs to get you know take cover or to do something and and I'm trying to get to him but for some reason I never could make it out of the door. I could not make it out of the home, out of the house where I was. I I could almost just watch the occurrence as if I was I was right there, but as if I was just, you know, like kind of watching a movie or something like that. Um, next thing I know, I saw my my son go down. I saw him go down. But I still, you know, in my heart and, and, and in my soul, I didn't have, you know, that urgency that he had gotten shot. I was thinking to myself that he was actually taking cover, that he was protecting himself so that he would not get uh, get hurt. So further in the dream, uh, I, I don't know how I got distracted, but I was doing something. I got distracted. And um, I I can remember thinking back after this. Maybe I, I went to work or I was somewhere because I was somewhere other than the home. I don't know if I had ran an errand or what and came back. And it just jolted me. Uh, where is my son? Did he make it? Was he okay? Was he harmed in the midst of this? And I happened to go and look for him. And I went across the street. And he and there he lie, uh, still on the sidewalk. And it seemed like maybe the grass had, had been a little high or high enough that I could just see his, you know, see his flesh, see his body. And so I saw him and I went over and I said, son, were you hit? And he was he was unresponsive, but I, I knew I had him in my arms and and I could see, you know, and, and eventually I don't know how, 
I don't know how it happened because I can only remember bits and pieces of the dream, but it was very clear to me while I was having the dream, but I don't know how he came back to. But somehow he he sat up and I can remember seeing, um, you know, scars on his back. If you guys know anything about how, you know, a rug mark looks, oh, they, they were... you know, rug marks that almost look like, you know, a a tiger or something just took and clawed one side of his back because it almost looked like, you know, like a little track, maybe two or three uh, uh, scars on one side. and, And I saw a little bruising on the other side. But nonetheless, I saw a very tiny hole. And at that point, I knew that he had actually been shot by these individuals. So we went from that uh, part of the dream to me getting him into the house and and I'm talking to my daughters and I'm telling my daughters, you know, call the police, call 911. Uh, I I recall it was my my daughter, uh, Brianna. I was trying to get her attention and telling her to call 911 and I was thinking to myself, why is it that I have to tell you to actually make this call? You ought to see what's going on and and call. But she had, it it seemed like uh, she had, she was preoccupied with something. She She was in the middle of doing something and I can remember just being irritated with her lack of urgency. Uh, with the situation, uh, and she went off, but she called 911. I didn't realize, you know, I didn't know whether or not she had called or not, and so I instructed my youngest daughter to call 911, and at that point, uh, my 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 youngest daughter, Mary, to call 911, but at that point, my middle daughter, uh, Brianna, came back, and she had... Uh, made me aware that she had called uh, 911 and she was calling for uh, the ambulance. So I was talking to my son, trying to get an understanding as to what happened. And again, he was just, it, it was just no urgency, no urgency whatsoever. You know, almost like he, he, he knew what was happening. He wasn't in fear of what was happening, and he was secure that he was going to make it out of whatever was happening. But my fear was, you know, especially with seeing, you know, his physical condition, knowing that he had been shot, and 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 I was thinking to myself, he must not realize, you know, that he had been shot in the severity of his situation. Uh, so it, it it was my initial response to hide him so that I could protect him. And so as I was going to hide him, um, I can remember I picked up the phone to call 911 myself because I wanted to alert the police and have the police um, um, come because I, I, I just knew that things were not over. I knew it wasn't over. So uh, I secured my son. I uh, First, I put him in a room. And, you know, I was inquiring, trying to get him to tell me what was going on. And he didn't want to share it with me. Um, but 
eventually we wound up in another room, uh, one of the rooms that had an actual attic. So he was, at this point, he was laying on the bed uh, with my daughter, Mary, and they were just laying there. He was laying and just resting, and Mary was there. And so something just prompted me to get him to get into the attic. I, I think I, I heard something or something, and it prompted me to get him to get into the attic. So uh, I, I showed him the way to the attic, and it was very easy for him to get there. But it was, it was something that, unless you knew that it was there, unless you knew that that attic was there, uh, you wouldn't go looking for him in that place. So I tried to get him um, up in there. Uh, and he got in there, you know, well on his own. And, and then I instructed Mary to go behind him and to get in the attic because for some reason where, even though I'm in the room with them, but I could see what was happening at my door. And, and there were some men that were coming. They were coming. They were sitting uh, outside in a car. Uh, two men were sitting outside. And so I'm trying to secure the children, secure all of the children that were in the home. So as I began to walk downstairs to where the men were, somehow my son was with me. Somehow my son was with me and I knew that my husband was in the home. Uh, I believe he was in our bedroom, but he was resting. So I went down uh, and I saw the men sitting in the car. And I can see them, you know, with at least two handguns, but with some heavy artillery. And so, um, you know, eventually the guys came up to the door. And the guy was saying that he was uh, looking for my son. And and somehow, you know, I just started screaming for my husband to come down and, you know, letting him know that these guys had uh, uh, guns and and that, uh, you know, that they were armed. I, I actually instructed my son, my baby boy, Darius, to go up and tell my husband that these guys were at our door and that they had uh, guns so that my husband could arm himself, you know, in case we had to go to battle with them. And uh, And so anyway, so I made my way back up to where my son was, my oldest son, Derek, uh, to where he was. And, you know, I I just was telling him, stay up there. You know, don't come down no matter what. Don't come down. And I was telling Mary to go up there because she hadn't gone up there yet. She didn't, she, you know, was just, again, cavalier, didn't take it serious, you know. and, and, And I'm thinking, if I have to think about protecting you, while I'm trying to protect the others, then that's one more that I have to protect. You know, she was being very uh, cavalier and nonchalant about it. And so, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I was a little irritated with her because I was thinking that you, you're jeopardizing everyone else if you don't go high because you're one more person that we have to protect. So anyway, uh, my husband was talking to the men, and I came down as he was talking, and at this time, uh, for some reason, we were sitting in the room, and there were a lot of chairs, and, and you know, almost like a, you know, like a gathering of a family, and so we were sitting around, and there were, you know, about four or five men 
uh, in 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 there, and and they were sitting, and I was, I came, and I was sitting with my husband, and um, the guy was saying that, um, you know, he was looking for my son, and uh, of course, I'm I'm assuming I didn't hear it, but I'm assuming my husband told them that my son wasn't there because. Uh, as I came downstairs before I actually sat with them, my husband was saying, where is the bag? Where is the bag? And I said, well, I don't know where the bag is. I don't know what bag it is. So he took me uh, to the uh, back of the home. And at this point, it looked more like my childhood home that we grew up in. And he took me back there and, and he was, you know, kind of ripping into me and, and saying, look, you know, where's this bag? And we need to get them the bag. And I was irritated by him because <laughs> I said, you know, I don't have nothing to do with this. I don't even know what bag they're looking for, but I wanted so desperately to help them find it. So he said, well, go get Derek and, and find out, you know, where is the bag? Where is the bag? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I didn't want my husband to expose my son, you know, to these guys that he was in the house. So I, I didn't want to say that he was in the house and and risk the guys hearing us. But I, I, I just, you know, I was trying to be careful with the whole situation. So I went up and at this point, uh, my son had actually come out of the, um, the attic. He had come down from the attic and he's cloaked He's cloaked with, um, you know, he had on like a cloak and something over his head. Almost put your mind to a monk or something like that. Uh, he, you know, you know how they wear the little tie thing around their waist. And so he's cloaked with um, this uh, outfit. But, but it almost looked like, you know, he's disguised enough that if he needed to walk out the house, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you you wouldn't be able to recognize him. Um, but but I was asking him about the bag and, and asking him about the bag. And, and he said, well, the bag ain't going to do them no good. There's What's in there, what's left, it, it doesn't have any value. It's not going to do them any good. So at that point, uh, <clears throat> he went, I, I instructed him to go back in the attic. And then the scene shifted. We were in um, a hall or, or something. It was some type of, uh, you know, it, it kind of looked like a hall or a room that was decorated uh, in the family way. And I don't want to say it was a baby shower, but it was a, it was some sort of celebration uh, that we were having. And, and my husband's family was there. I remember my sister Deneen was there and my uh, mother-in-law was there. I can't remember who else, but I just felt like the family was there. And uh, we knew what was going on, but it almost seemed like it was, they were in in the same place, almost like, you know, if our home had a place where we could have a party or something, they were there and we were trying to keep things under wrap, you know, but of course I let it out, you know, what was going on. And so we were trying to come up with remedies and figure out what could do. And I wound up back in the living room or the place where all of these men had gathered. And uh, I was trying to plead with 
the, the two men, uh, and I'm just going to call them the henchmen because I, you know, don't know any other way to describe them, but they were there. And, you know, I'm, look, we'll find your bag, but if we cannot find the bag, is there any value, any dollar amount, you know, that we can exchange for, for this and, you know, kind of make this go away? And so there was a man on the side of who I felt was the head man. It was somebody who was on the side. And so I was, I said, look, I have to ask some questions. And I was asking, you know, that question, that was my main question. So the guy that was sitting to the left of the other guy, he said, well, I have questions as well, as if he was sitting there asking questions on behalf of my son. It was like he was asking those questions before uh, we had even come down. I mean, before I had even come down. But he was asking questions to the guy, like he was, you know, trying to be the mediator mediator and negotiate on my son's behalf. But I, I just didn't want anybody to speak on my son's behalf because I knew that nobody was going to have his best interest except me. So as I was, um, I interrupted the guy. Um, as you know, I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt him. He interrupted me as I was inquiring because somehow I realized that, you know, the two guys that I was asking were not the decision makers. And it was another guy who was sitting in there and uh, I realized he was the one that needed to make the decision. So I directed my attention to him. And so the guy that was sitting to the left of him, he said, well, I haven't finished asking my questions. I have questions. And so as I proceeded to continue to talk, then the guy began to over talk me or interject in the midst of me talking. And he was reiterating what the guy said to him previously. He said, so if I have it correctly, what you're saying is that uh, no matter what, no matter if they give you, uh, I mean, no matter what they do, if they cannot give you the bag, that you are not willing to accept anything uh, from from uh, from them, you know, to make this go away. And the guy, he said yes. He said yes. He said it for him to take the bag, for him to do what he had done. I have to make an example. I have to make an example of him. And so um, I asked, I said, well, what, you know, what was in the bag, you know? And, and so he didn't give me all of the details, but somehow my son was there and my son was telling me that it was um, T-shirts and, you know, knickknacks and something, but it was stuff that I felt was black market type stuff, you know, kind of like boosting or something, but, but it was something of high enough value that, um, you know, my son had taken what he had and he, uh, he probably sold it and took the proceeds for himself and got himself so caught up that he could not get himself out of it. And uh, and he wasn't able to get out of the situation. And like I said, and, and, and even at that time when my son had shared with me uh, the contents, he was still separated. He was still separated from these men 
who intended to do him harm. I and somehow I don't know, but you know how dreams are. You know you can be in all places at once. Um, but he was somehow separated from these men, and so uh, you know I was I I was going to make my plea once again uh, with this man on behalf of my son, and I was thinking to myself, why is the police not here? And my husband was, you know, he was he was trying to rush the process because, you know, his tolerance level was getting low, and, and I couldn't tell if he was about to make a move, you know, <laughs> or if, you know, he was about to, you know, just say, look, you know, my son had to give it up or give up my son or something. I don't know, but I know that he was at a, a, a place or a point of action. And I was trying to encourage him that the longer we keep them there, the longer, you know, they, they're talking to us or whatever, the, the more opportunity we have for the police to come and arrest all of them. So, you know, that was my strategy, you know, and not only that, you know, we can, if we can settle this, we'll settle it. But if not, it, by no, by no uncertain means will you get my son, you know, so I'm thinking and plotting in my head how I can get to what I needed to get to, <laughs> you know, and, and, and trying to understand where my husband was coming from. And I, at that point, abruptly woke up. I don't know what woke me. I don't know what shook me. But I abruptly woke up and my heart was beating outside of my chest. It was beating outside of my chest and I got up and I um, text my children. I got a little group that I do uh, with, with my kids and I text the oldest ones and I said, pursue the path of peace and do not get involved with questionable people who are ungodly. And I also said, there are people who will start out with you as assets who, if crossed, will take your life. And so uh, I'm sharing that with you all tonight because, again, like I said, I just felt such a sense of urgency to get up and pray and intercede on behalf of our children because I believe that we sit under an open heaven and we serve a God who hears our prayers and we serve a God who is intimately involved, entwined, and inclined to meet our needs. He is intimately involved in our lives. He is entwined in our lives and everything that affects us, everything that affects us um, impacts him. Amen. And when it comes to our children, God wants them to be saved. He wants them to be sanctified. And he wants them to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. The prayer, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And God is a God who is all-knowing. He's all-knowing. He knows what these kids are doing even when we don't know. 
even when we don't understand. That's why my prayer tonight, the other thing that I did, I got on Facebook and I said, I'm going to intercede for these children and we're going to pray. We're going to pray that God will expose the enemy from afar off. And I began to rebuke the devourer of the enemy against our legacy because we know that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. See, and and where I said, where I started out, I said, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Now, let me tell you, (laughs) when when I woke up from that dream, oh, baby, there was fear. There was fear, but the spirit was not allowed to come on me because I realized very soon after I shook myself a little bit who I was and whose I was, that I am the righteousness of Christ. And no weapon that is formed against my family shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against it in judgment, it shall be condemned. And I don't do this thing for show. Ha ha, shall I say? Mm-hmm. These children belong to God and they will serve him. They will, they will walk in obedience to his will. They will confess Christ Jesus as their savior. Uh-huh. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. They will walk in the direction of God. Because see, the enemy, what he does in the spirit realm begins to manifest itself in the natural. Now, I don't know if that dream was about my son or yours. I don't know if that dream was about a nephew or even a niece. As a matter of fact, I don't know if it was about my daughter. I don't know what my son represented in that dream. It it could be anything. And I tell you, a lot of times I'll sit when I don't understand stuff. I'll sit and sometimes ask God to reveal it to me and he'll show it to me. And it'd be something totally different than what I thought. But I know where we are today. And it doesn't matter how we got here. Doesn't matter. It It is a prompting of the Holy Spirit to intercede on behalf of our children. There are those who are out there, our, our children, I go through it with mine. I go through it with mine. My children are beginning to um, cross over into adulthood. I got, I got one that's 30, 30 years old. My stepdaughter, my oldest stepdaughter, 30 years old. And then my oldest biological daughter, 27 years old. My son uh, that I mentioned in the dream, 26, daughter, 24, and then I got one that's 21. Come on. When they cross over into adulthood, our ability to constrain and restrain their poor behavior, it, it diminishes. It diminishes. It, 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 if, if, if we have not laid such a foundation that our children will uh, manifest a moral compass that is consistent with the godliness that we try to instill in them. If we can't ensure that, these kids are subject to do anything 
and everything. That's why we got to know without a doubt that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. I don't care what it looks like. We got to declare and decree and we've got to stand on the word of God and we've got to bold face go before the enemy and snatch back these children that the world has lured them in. The, they, they, they're, they're, you know, like a lullaby, just luring them into the desires of this world. The devil is a liar. Some of them out there, and we don't want to hear it. We don't want to know it. They are selling dope. They're selling dope. They are dope dealers. Criminal-minded. Getting involved in all kinds of stuff. But I tell you tonight, I bind up that spirit. I bind up that demon. It is not okay it is not okay for none of our children to be out there. I don't care if you selling weed, meth, mollies, whatever. The mess they, uh, what's that V thing they be doing? It ain't Vicodin. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. Whatever the mess is, them kids be out there uh, selling. Our children are doing it. We don't want to hear it. You better wake up. You better wake up. They're out there getting drunk, getting high, having sex, doing all kinds of things, selling their bodies. Some of us sitting around worried, half to death, worried about sex trafficking, worrying about human trafficking. And our children are ones that's out there either pimping people out or uh, uh, prostituting. <laughs> I was about to say hoeing. They're the ones that are out there doing it. And I'm not talking about by force. Through their own permissive, desirable will. They're doing it. It is not okay. Okay. It is not okay uh, uh, involved and engaged in homosexuality. Multiple relationships, having threesomes and orgies. Come on now. We're going to deal with it. We're going to deal with it tonight. And I said I ain't, I'm not going to touch on that coronavirus because I got something to say about it. But I believe that God has put that in our, straight in our face, straight in our face to teach us something, not just about faith, but to wake us up, to let us know we're still living in a natural world, <laughs> as well as spiritual, a natural world in that what occurs in the spirit realm will be made manifest in the natural where the intercessors at. When God shows us things, when God shows the prophets, why are we not on the wall fasting and praying? And I'm, I'm, I'm not fussing at nobody more than I'm fussing at myself. 
Because these children have gotten so far away from the foundation of Christ and got the nerve to start looking at other things. Come on. Not mine's. Mm-mm. Not on my watch. It's too much at stake. We have children. We have grandchildren. Our legacy is being demolished. And, and see, you know, I don't want to be haughty or prideful and think that this is about me because it's not. The enemy has a vendetta against the God that we serve. And any and everybody that he can touch as a result, he's going to do it. That's why he's coming against these children and giving them a, a, a spirit of rebellion that is likened unto witchcraft. They do not want to submit to authority. They're they're walking in disobedience. They don't want to heed the instruction and the wisdom of their parents. The enemy has their minds so confused, so confused that he's got them thinking that they know better than those that God sent before them. Come on. Come on. There's a there's an air of you don't tell me what to do. And they get to a point and to an age where they feel like now nah, I'm gonna tell you about yourself. Because <laughs> I got an opinion. I got an opinion about who you are. And I'm gonna tell you about yourself. God is not pleased. There is a hierarchy of order in which God established in the earth. And if you don't believe me, you better track it down. You better go and research it and ask God. There's a hierarchy of order. And it will never, ever, ever change. This is why God gave us the institution of the family in order to, in a demonstrative way, show us his divine order. The blueprint of the family, if you take that and you 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 lay it across any established any in any establishment, you will see God's hierarchy of order, leadership, structure. It all stems from the family. Government, the body of Christ his relationship with humanity. Take the institution of the family and lay it across. And you'll see his hierarchy of order. First God, the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the husband, the father, the leader, the priest of the household, the mother, the nurturer, the giver, the nourisher of the family, and then the children, and then their families, and then their children. You cannot usurp God's order God does not function in a democracy. 
He does not function in a everybody has a say. In essence, it is truly God's way or the highway. Real simple. There is no in-between. God gave us free will. Now, now don't get that twisted with having the ability to usurp the authority of, the direction of, and the manner by which God approaches things. Don't mistake because you have a free will that you can overpower or overcome God's will. We cannot. So God desires for us to get in order. We must get in order. And I'm, I'm, I want to encourage you. And especially I want to talk to the mothers. I want to talk to the wives. I want to talk to the women in the family. The wailing women. I want to encourage you. I don't care what it looks like. God is going to cover. He's going to shield our children. He's going to shield them and cover them. Even while they are in a season season of indecision. Even while they are in a place of disobedience. God will shield and cover them. And he will rein them in. He's going to rein them in. I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting here, and that dream woke me up this morning. God is going to draw them back into the kingdom through obedience. Through obedience. And they shall not suffer premature death. tragic uh, uh, conditions, violence, they're coming out. They are coming out whatever they are involved in. I don't care if they're the head honcho dope dealer. They're coming out. I don't care if they've been 10, 20 years running uh, the streets and, and crime, they are coming out. As sure as you hear the sound of my voice, you can stand on this word that God has given me as his mouthpiece. God is using me as an instrument, as an extension of his love to you. To encourage you this morning to know that no matter where that child is in their stage of disobedience and rebellion, God is going to draw them back. Mm. I, I see it almost like a, a, it, it's, it's not, I don't want to say a, a fish hook. My, my husband used to have, uh, well, he still has them, but we had to use a couple of times the little bungee cord thing. And you know that, that thing, it has a hook at the end of it. And I, I almost see them, you know, wrapped real good and real tight in that bungee cord. Ha, ha, shabashi. That they can only get so far. 
They can only get so far. And that resistance is going to just draw them back. Come on. Be encouraged. Know that God has heard your cries. He knows the love that you have for your children because he gave it to you. He anointed you with the ability to love those chokers. Trust me when I tell you. You know who you were before you had your first child. Come on. You you knew the darkness and the blackness in your heart. (laughs) I'm not talking to everybody, but somebody hears me. Where in the world you can love something as much as you love them unless God gave you that love and he's not going to give you that love and penalize you for using it. So know that he knows your heart. He knows what you're going through. He knows and understands your concerns and your fears. And again, do not feel shamed for having fear. I talk about this a lot of times. There are emotions that God has given us that are, they're good. They're good. Every emotion, because it is a tool. What makes it bad is, is how we use it or misuse it. Okay? So don't you be shamed into fear, thinking, oh, God won't put more on me than I can bear. He's not giving me a spirit of fear, and I'm sitting up here worried every night about my child. Now, an abundance of worry. <laughs> you, it, it might be a stronghold. You may need to seek deliverance. But there is a natural fear that comes in to prompt action, to get you to a place of movement. I just want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you, and I keep saying tonight because it's dark outside, but it's morning. It's morning. And I pray that even as the day break, God will enlighten you. He will shine a floodlight from heaven on you, give you revelation, give you knowledge, give you understanding to help you. To help you to lead your adult children to a place of not just repentance and turning from their ways, but a a place of growth and maturity in Christ. May this day, may this day, whenever you are listening to this, I share with you all today is March 8, 2020. You might hear this in 2021, 2025, whatever your day is. May this be the last day that you lead your children, parent your children, or engage with your children in the flesh. In a fleshly, in a carnal, and in a natural way. Let every day uh, following this day Every day following this day be a day that you lead your children, that you parent your children in the spirit through a supernatural 
godly relationship. And the only way that you can do that is you have to realize that in within your own ability, your own natural power, you can't fix it. And God don't want you to fix it. And don't you dare believe that lie that God won't put more on you than you can bear. Sometimes he put it all on you so that you know that you cannot bear it. That you need to hand it over to him. God wants a complete surrender. He wants a complete surrender from us as parents. That we hand it over to him. And know that in our own natural ability, that's why you can't talk to them jokers. That's why why you cannot compel them with rationale and logic. I'm telling you the truth. It is because you can't do it in the natural. And let this be the last day that you ever attempt to. And see, and, and, and we may have the best of intentions as parents. We have good intentions. When it comes to our children, we want to correct them. We want to coach them. We want to instruct them. You know, and, and we're walking in flesh. And sometimes it's hard, baby. It's hard to remember that this battle is the Lord's and that we are not warring against flesh and blood. When when they sitting right in your face, <laughs> it's hard to remember. But I'm telling you, get into God's presence. The more you're in in His presence, the more it will be on the forefront. So so you cannot deal with address these things in a effective way from a carnal mind. From a carnal perspective. Now God is going to lead you to the words that you need to speak. The things that you need to say. Because there's power. There's power in our words. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And God has anointed us to speak life into our children. And even in times of correction, the Holy Spirit will lead you. So I am not by any way saying that you ought not speak to your children or address them in a natural or a physical way because at times we're going to have to. But I'm telling you that the battle is going to be won in the spirit realm. You'll never be able to succeed in a physical natural battle with your child whether it be with your words whether it be with your hands whether it be with you know with your silence you will never ever win but baby you you get in the spirit realm and begin to intercede on behalf of your children and, and watch God watch God And I'm talking about praying and fasting. And I'm going to go on a 72-hour prayer and fasting. And the funny thing is, God had had been prompting me to fast and pray. And I've just been putting it off and putting it off. And uh, the other day, day, one of the um, ministries that I kind of connect with, 
the leader, the pastor, she called for a 72-hour prayer and fasting because of this corona thing. And I said, I'm with you. I'm going to do it. And I I didn't. But baby, when I tell you, I'm, I'm all right, God, I hear you. Oh, yeah, we're going to pray. Don't matter how I got here. Don't matter how many steps, because sometimes we even get to the point where we just be like, well, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to pray because I'm not going to just get before God, you know, knowing I ain't been doing what I should have been doing and just come because I got a problem. No, baby, that you better come where, from where you are. And watch God, watch God turn situations and circumstances around through this next 72 hours. You're going to see God move in ways that you never expected, never intended. And there are going to be some things, some chains that are going to be broken, some fetters that are going to be loosed. There are going to be some things that God is going to remove just based on your obedience. And hear me. I'm telling you, some of y'all going to hear this four or five years from now. 72 hours, that's three days. Don't think you missed the mark because you listening to me in 2024. Ask yourself, are you struggling? Are you going through it with your adult children? Well, pray and fast. Some of these things come out by fasting and praying. We have to know there's something about praying and supplication. Prayer and fasting. I heard someone say the other day uh, that you can you can pray and not fast. Now, that's possible. You can pray and not fast, but you cannot fast and not pray. With what we are being faced with, generation after generation with our children. We're we're the gatekeepers. What we're going through ain't nothing new under the sun. It's nothing new. Some of us, we put our parents through it. Some of us, we watched it. Some of us, we heard about it. I just don't want you to be ignorant to the extent by which the enemy would go to destroy your family, to destroy your children. I'm telling you, it's, it's something. It's something about that 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 haughty spirit. You you better go take a look at the root, the source of that thing that is opening up the door. What your child is engaged in. Sometimes it's the company that they keep. Sitting up under a lot of, you know, homosexuality and and promiscuity, over uh, sexualized uh, uh, settings. Uh, Drug addiction, influence, watching their friends, you know, get high and they sitting around getting a contact high. Next thing you know, they getting high and drinking. Lying and cheating and stealing. Some of them, y'all don't even would never even think if the police came and knocked on your door and told you that your child stole the Eiffel Tower. You never believe it. You never believe it. But but I tell you one thing: that joker is stealing, stealing. 
This is this is why this is why their their spirit is so disrupted around you. You you sitting there thinking you loving on them and don't know why they irritated by you. They're irritated because that stronghold, that demon that has control over their mind, their actions and their behavior don't like the anointing that is on you. They're hypersensitive about every little thing you say, every little thing you do. It ain't you. It's not what you said. It's what they did behind closed doors that if you sit up under them long enough, the Holy Spirit is going to reveal it. The veil is going to be taken off of the destructive things that they are doing in their lives. And see, spirit to spirit, they know what's going on. Them demons know what's going on. And because they have a stronghold or influence over that child, the behavior begins to manifest in a rebellious way and in a a way that is uh, contrary. It begins to sow discord in your relationship with your child because that demon don't want you to get close enough. Because he know if you get close enough and you see that thing they messing with and you get targeted I pray a prayer all the time when I pray for my children God take the high out of the high take the high out of the high they go and try to hit a a joint or I call them them little things epipens they laugh at me when I say it but I do it intentionally they get on them little hookahs or, or you know, whatever, whatever them electronic things. I say take the high, the high out of the high so that they won't get any enjoyment from it. And sometimes, see, when that, when that stronghold gets an opening, when it gets an opening, it's not okay with just taking that one child. If you got multiple children, it's going to come through that child and, and like a domino effect. It's going to bring your house down. I'm I'm telling you what I know. Because one child will influence the other and influence the other and influence the other. And before you know it, you got about three, four of them jokers getting high. And they, they, because that that, uh, addiction becomes so strong, they'll sit up and be getting high together. Ain't that something? Now, ah, my shit, yeah, take my mama, sha. Ha, ya na bo she, yeah. Ida bo shabasi, kanana bo she, yeah. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Shaba. Do not think that by sparing the rod that you will not spoil your child. And you're going to spoil them for, from any type of success in their lives. Trust me when I tell you, they need discipline. They need structure. They need order. It is our duty to train them up in the way in which they shall go. God instructed us. He gave them to us. 
for the very purpose of being an instrument of, of, of him, an extension of him, an, ex- an instrument that he can use to groom and to grow them and develop them into men and women of God that he desires for them to be. I, I just see, and it's, it's the age-old scenario where the older child, who, who should be a role model, who Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We're going to just go before the throne. Amen, amen, amen. Father God, we just thank and praise you now for your presence. We honor you, Jesus, for you are a great and mighty God, and you are greatly to be praised. Father God, I pray today that, Father, as we come to your throne, Lord Jesus, that you will allow your Holy Spirit to reign and take full control over this prayer, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will allow our flesh to decrease, that the Holy Spirit in us shall increase, Lord God. Oh, Father God, have your way and let your will be done. Lord God, we welcome you. We welcome you in, Lord Jesus. We just thank you now. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We are grateful to you, Lord God, for our children, Lord God. We thank you that you have given them the activities of their limbs. You have given them another day, Lord God, that we didn't get a a call in the middle of the night, Lord Jesus, that our child has left this earth, Lord God. And for that, we just say thank you. We thank you, God, that no hurt, harm, or danger has come upon them. Father God, as we approach your throne, we ask that you will forgive us for every sin, seen and unseen, that we may stand before you through your righteousness today. Oh, Jesus, we need you, Lord. Jesus, 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 we need your power, we need your power, Lord, Jesus, 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 glory, hallelujah, glory, Glory, hallelujah. Oh God, you are so mighty. You are Alpha and Omega. Hallelujah. You're the beginning and the end. You're the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh God, we thank you for your sweet anointing. Your sweet anointing in this place, Lord God. Oh God, I thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah for your presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, God, touch each and every one of our children today. Touch them now, God, uh, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. Uh, Touch them now, Jesus. Uh, Have your way, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 hallelujah, Jesus. uh, Pour your spirit on our children, God. uh, Father God, I pray today uh, that you will give our children, Lord God, uh, faith to seek you, uh, to welcome the outpouring uh, of your Holy Spirit into their lives. Uh, Lord God, I praise you today. Uh, I praise your holy name, uh, for your name is great uh, and is greatly to be praised. 
praise. Give them to understand the power of your Holy Spirit that they will know you and that they will follow your Spirit's guidance, Lord God, so that they can recognize the difference between what's true and what's false in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that you will empower them through your Holy Spirit so that they're able to live life faithfully according to your will, your purpose, and your plan for their lives. Lord God, I ask in the name of Jesus that you will turn their hearts towards you and open them up to receive your love. Father God, I pray that you will develop their hearts, Lord God. Develop Help them to develop a heart towards you, your word, and your ways. Lord God, give them a desire to get to know you better and to become more like you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, help them to come to a place of repentance, to turn from their ways. Father God, to seek your face, to seek your kingdom, that you will heal them from heaven and heal their land. Lord God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will close their hearts to any evil lies that are open up to them and that you will open them up to truth. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you will give them a passion, oh, Father God, to study, to read, to reflect on your word, to memorize it, to hide it in their hearts, Lord God. Let it be written in their hearts that in their time of trouble that they can call on your word, oh Father God, and be restored in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I thank you, Jesus. I glorify you, Jesus. Help them to discover you, oh Father God, that they may fulfill your purpose in their lives. Father God, I pray today that you will help our children to grow in wisdom, discernment, uh, and revelation. Uh, Father God, give them wisdom uh, that will empower them uh, to see the consequences of their actions before they even act, Lord God. Enable them to make the right decisions, Jesus. Uh, Oh, Father God, I pray, Lord Jesus, uh, that you will give them wisdom uh, to fear you, to speak your word, uh, to speak the right words to others, uh, to avoid blaspheming against your name uh, to humble their hearts uh, to become humble versus being prideful Lord God uh, avoid being drawn into the world's concepts of wisdom Lord God uh, help them to love your Bible uh, help them to love your word uh, oh God uh, let them seek out godly counsel uh, and godly wisdom Lord God uh, give them the sermon Jesus uh, that will enable them to understand a lot more than they would normally understand. Uh, those things that would normally be obscure to them. Uh, oh, Father God, give them discernment to understand it. Uh, help them to see, Lord God, uh, what is good and what is evil, what is holy and what is sinful, what is right and what is wrong. Uh, choose to do what's right uh, in each and every situation. Uh, anoint them, God, uh, to understand more about you uh, and more about your ways. Oh, Father God, give them revelation and knowledge. Oh, Father God, 
that they have never had before and that they wouldn't have without you, Jesus. Father God, give them a vision for their lives. Help them to understand and be enlightened to the purpose that you have on their lives. Let them know their calling. Oh, Father God, empower them to respond. Oh, Father God, expeditiously to the calling that you have on their lives. Father God, let them walk in your will, Lord God. Protect them from disastrous decisions, Lord Jesus. Help them to see you clearly, Lord God. Give them, Lord God, hallelujah, of discerning heart. Give them revelation and give them wisdom in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, let our children find freedom, restoration, and wholeness, Lord God, for those who are struggling in their lives with a sinful attitude. Oh, Father God, who have turned away from your will, Lord Jesus, I'm praying, Lord God, that you will help them find healing, deliverance in the name of Jesus. Oh God, uh, I pray that you will set them free, uh, break every chain, uh, open the fetters, uh, oh God, of their minds, uh, separate them, Lord God, uh, from the things that are not like you. Uh, oh God, set them apart uh, and make them free uh, from all of the things that separate them from you. Uh, I pray, God, that you will transform their minds. Uh, Father God, help them to come into your presence. Uh, help them to establish discipline, Lord God in their lives. Oh God, bring forth healing, deliverance in their lives, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, uh, help them understand your purpose for their lives. Uh, Help them to discover, develop, and use the gifts and talents that you have given them. Uh, Father God, I pray for financial stability in their lives uh, and give them wisdom, uh, oh, Father God, on how to leverage and use and save the money that you have given them, the provision that you have given them. uh, Oh, Father God, uh, let them gain wealth, Lord Jesus. uh, Help them be ethical and help them to manage that which you have given them so that they can be good stewards uh, over what you have given them. Uh, Father God, I pray that they will have a sound mind uh, and the right attitude. Uh, Father God, I pray, Lord God, uh, that you will anoint them with the ability to resist evil influences and destructive behavior. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, I pray, Lord God, uh, that you will anoint them to avoid all sexual pollution and temptation, uh, no matter what form it comes in. Uh, uh, Homosexuality, heterosexual sexuality, Yes, God. adultery, fornication. Uh, Oh, Father God, I pray, Lord God, for their minds, their souls, and their bodies. Uh, Oh, Jesus. uh, Hallelujah. In their spirit, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I pray, Lord God, for their good health, Lord God, and godly healing. Uh, Touch them now from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. Uh, For those who are married, uh, I pray for the success of their marriages uh, and that they will raise their children to be godly. Uh, For those who are seeking marriage, uh, I pray God uh, that you will give them 
godly spouses, Lord God, that they will raise up their children uh, in the way in which they should go. Uh, and when they get older, they shall not depart from it. Uh, oh God, build godly relationships uh, amongst our children, Lord God. Uh, help them to maintain uh, fulfilling relationships. Uh, oh Father God and the family, Lord God, with their siblings, with co-workers, uh, with godly friends, Lord God, uh, with their spouses, with extended family, Lord God. Uh, oh Father God, remove people from their lives that are bad influences to them. Uh, oh Father God, help them to pursue forgiveness, uh, reconciliation, uh, and to fix broken relationships uh, with those who you have ordained for their lives. Uh, protect them, Lord God, uh, that they will survive in tough times, Jesus. Uh, protect them from falling victim uh, to the manifestation of evil. Uh, Father God, let them have the wisdom and judgment uh, to do what's right in every situation. Uh, let them learn to fear you and not people. Uh, let them learn to trust your word, to live in your presence. Uh, oh, Father God, to be in the safety and the refuge of your protection. Uh, shield them from every evil attack, Jesus, uh, from all danger and disease uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh, Father God, and when they see destruction happening all around them, uh, let them understand the consequences uh, of not living according to your way, Lord God, uh, and understand the reward uh, of living according to your way uh, and the protection that comes with it, God. Oh, Father God, I pray that you will surround our children with guardian angels. Father God, whatever they are going through uh, and whenever they go through tough times uh, Lord God make them aware of your presence with them Lord God uh, let them rely not on their strength but on your strength uh, through it all Lord God uh, let them come through well Lord Jesus uh, oh God I thank you hallelujah that you can bring the best uh, out of the worst situations uh, and I thank you God uh, I pray Lord God that they will walk uh, into the the future that you have for them, Lord God. Uh, give them guidance, Lord God, that they will discover your peace and your hope for their lives, Lord God. They will live according to your purpose. Uh, help them to remain faithful and keeping with your will and doing what you have called them to do. Uh, Lord God, I thank you for our children. Uh, I honor you for this prayer. I thank you, Jesus, uh, that it shall be done. Uh, it shall be done uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, every word that has been spoken for your namesake, uh, it shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus, uh, God, I thank you. God, I bless you. God, I adore you for what you are going to do in Jesus' holy name. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Hallelujah. Oh God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be 
done uh, in the earth as it is in heaven. Uh, I call forth uh, I call forth your will to be done uh, in the earth uh, as it already is in heaven. Uh, that Father God, there be perfect peace uh, in the earth, uh, in the lives of our children. Uh, they'll walk in perfect obedience. Uh, their bodies will be healed. Uh, Oh, Father God. For those children uh, who are dealing with and struggling with uh, drug addiction, uh, the devil is a liar. You cannot have our children uh, loose your hold right now. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, we command you uh, through the blood of Jesus Christ uh, from the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, I command uh, by the power of the blood, uh, the power of the name, uh, Loose our children now. Uh, loose them right now. Uh, that spirit of addiction. Uh, come off of them right now. Uh, I don't care what their vice is. Uh, rather it is uh, pornography. <clears throat> Sexual desires, uh, promiscuity, uh, drug addiction, uh, uh, alcoholism, uh, uh, theft. I command you now to loose our children. Take your hands off of them. Take your hands off of their minds. Take your hands off of their souls. You have no power. You have no authority. I command you now in the name of Jesus. Loose our children. Take the shackles off of their minds. Let the chains fall off right now in the name of Jesus. That they will be free and liberated uh, to live according to the plan and the purpose of God in their lives. Uh, no longer, devil, uh, will you torment our children. Uh, they're going to turn around and torment you uh, as they receive complete deliverance. Uh, Father God, deliver them. Bring forth deliverance now. Bring forth deliverance now. Bring forth deliverance now. I bind up mental illness, uh, personality disorders. Uh, the devil is a liar. I come against every behavior disorder. Oh, you must fall subject to the power, the authority, the order, the structure, the hierarchy of authority of Jesus Christ. Uh, for devil... You have reigned for too long in our children's lives. It is time for you to loose. Father God, soften their hearts to receive instruction. Let them receive instruction, Lord God, from those who have rule and authority over them. I bind up that spirit of rebellion. Yada 
Shabosha. Oh God, I thank you now. I thank you now. Oh God, we have a sweet expectation that these children who have been walking in disobedience, they're going to turn. They're going to turn those who are struggling with alcoholism, drug addiction. They're going to turn. They're going to turn. Father God, I pray for those who have children, our young adult children who have children. Give them wisdom as they raise their children. Give them love for their children that they won't neglect them, abuse them, or bring them through the same suffering that they have endured in their lives, Lord God. I pray today, Lord God, Teach them your way. Teach them your way. Teach them how to love. Teach them how to parent. Teach them how to do according to your principles and your precepts, Lord God. Oh God, have your way. Have your way in our hearts. Do it now, Jesus. Uh, Even now, at this hour, at this hour, for those, Lord God, who are operating and functioning in a state of sin. Now, I'm I'm, going to be clear. I'm going to be clear. It is time for them to come out. It is time for them to come out now. Loose Even now, God, those even as they slumber. Even as they sleep, don't let them turn, Lord God, for the north, the south, the east, or the west without receiving a word from you, a reminder of who you are. (laughs) Shake them up and shake it out. Everything that is not like you, shake it out. Relationships begin to sever ties, soul ties, ties that they have created, doors that they have opened begin to shut. Off the enemy, Lord God. Father God, I pray today for every gate that you will anoint them, that Father God that you will put them on post and put them up on guard, Lord God, that they will not allow the enemy entry legal entry into any of the gates, Lord God help them to control what they watch what they ingest, what they say, Lord God oh Father God, I thank you now, I thank you now for drawing our children into your presence God Oh God, let them always be in the right place at the right time. Oh Father God, I pray, Lord God, that they are never in a in a place that will take their lives prematurely, Lord Jesus. Let them be in the right place at the right time. You are an all-knowing God. You know the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. And Father God, I trust you because you are the author and the finisher of my faith. I put our children in your hands, Lord God. And Father God, I pray, Lord God, that you will redirect their path whenever they go in the direction of, of evil, whenever they 
go in a direction of danger, that you will redirect their path, that Father God, their lives shall be extended, their lives shall be long, Lord God, and Father God, they will not, mm, they will not, Father God, Father God, waste away, mm. Ah, yadadadabosha, Oh God, Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, we need your power. We need your power, God, concerning our children, God. Uh, There are so many of them dying out in the streets, Lord God. Uh, They're dying in their sins, Lord Jesus. Uh, We don't want that to be the fate of our children, God. Uh, Oh, God, we need you to move expeditiously, uh, move in their lives, uh, them in your loving arms, God. Oh, mama, mama, shaya, italabo, shaya, nenabo, siya, nenabo, shaha, nekanabo, shaya, nenabo, shaha. Reverse the curse, Lord God. Reverse the verdict. Reverse the judgment against our children, God. Oh, God. Mama, shaya, te si, kanabo, shaha. At the appointed time, God. Let them hear from you. Well done, my good and faithful servant, in whom I'm well pleased. Lord God, have your way. Have your way in their lives. Have your way, Lord God, declaring their lives not guilty. Not guilty. Hey, Jesus, for you pray paid the price. Uh, Oh God, uh, you paid the cost, Lord God, uh, for their soul salvation. Uh, Save our children, Jesus. Uh, Save, heal, and deliver. Uh, They need salvation, Lord. Uh, Do it now, God. Uh, Do it now, Jesus. Uh, Oh, my, 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 Shia. Uh, Let them be convicted in your spirit, God. Uh, Let your Holy Ghost convict them, Jesus. Uh, When they go to do wrong, Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit will lead them to do right. Lord God, we can't do this without you, Jesus. We can't do it without you, Lord. You gave us these children, God, to cover them, to shield them, to protect them, God, to intercede on their behalf, to rear them in the right way, Jesus. But we can't do these things without you, God. And we surrender all to you this morning. Uh, We surrender all. Uh, Oh God, we put our hands up uh, and say, God, uh, we give it to you. Uh, We hand it over to you, God. Uh, Lead us, guide us, instruct us, Jesus. Uh, Give us the wisdom that we need, God, uh, to be who our children need in the season of their lives. Uh, Help us to be patient, loving, uh, kind, Lord God. Help us, God, 
to not give up on our children. Uh, help us to increase our faith, Lord God, and you, that even when we can't see you and we can't trace you, we're going to trust you, God. Uh, help us to trust you, Jesus, uh, when we can't see the outcome. Uh, help us, Jesus, to know uh, that you got our best interests at heart, God. Uh, oh, Jesus, uh, Jesus, 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 uh, Jesus, 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 uh, Jesus, 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 uh, bless our children now, God. Uh, bless them each and every one. Uh, touch them right now, God. Uh, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. Uh, touch them now, God. Uh, touch them right now, Jesus. Uh, oh, God. Uh, let the cemeteries uh, and the urns be empty, God. Uh, and not have our children to fill them, Lord Jesus, uh, before their appointed time. Uh, Lord God, I thank you now. I thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Oh God, cover my son, Jesus. I'm lifting him before you, God. I lift my son Derek up to you, Jesus. Oh God, save him, God. You have called him to greatness, Jesus. Let the mantle on his life, God, begin, Lord Jesus, to operate. Oh God, oh Jesus, enact and impart your spirit in him, God. Oh God, that he will begin to walk in your will, God. Oh God, give him an experience with you even now, God. Give him to know his calling on his life. And Father God, I pray, Lord God, that there's no truth to that dream, that it was just something to warn me and to prompt and promote me to prayer. I pray, God, that there's nothing more to it, but if there is uh, anything in this earth, uh, Lord God, that is resemblant of that dream, uh, oh, Jesus, uh, I pray that you will cover my son under the blood. that no harm or danger shall come upon him and anybody that seeks to do him harm that you will bring forth immediate judgment against them in the name of Jesus not guilty Lord God is what I declare over my son salvation Lord God is what I declare over my son breakthrough Lord God is what I declare over my son. Success, Lord God, is what I declare over my son. A relationship with you, Lord God, is what I declare over my son. Healing, Lord Jesus, mental and physical, is what I declare over my son. In the name of Jesus, oh God, he will live a prosperous and a healthy life. He will 
preach the gospel, evangelize your word in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you. I glorify you and I magnify your name for your name is great and is greatly to be praised. Lord God, I thank you for each and every one of my children. And as I'm praying for my son, Derek, I bring before you Sierra, Brianna, Mariana, Daryl, Darius, Lord God. I bring before you Deasha, Lord Jesus, and Alex, Lord God, and Zaheem, Lord God, Kaylin, Lord Jesus, and Elise, Lord Jesus. I bring before you Eddie, Lord God. Oh God, even my husband, my entire household, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that you will cover them, that you will cover, shield, and protect them, Lord God. Lead, guide, and direct them, Lord Jesus. Oh Father God, endow them with your Holy Spirit. Turn their hearts towards you. Let them walk according to your will, your purpose, and your plan for their lives. No more delay. They will turn towards you now in the name of Jesus. I declare it and I decree it in the name of Jesus. Now, Father God, as we go through this 72-hour prayer and fasting, Lord Jesus, let us immediately see your manifested glory in their lives. Oh, God, move in a mighty way, Jesus. Oh, God, and for those who will partner with me, those who will hear the clarion call that will partner with me on behalf of the children of our family, especially our adult children, Lord God. Those who will partner, I pray, Lord God, that you will allow them to see immediate manifestation in their lives according to their obedience to the call, Lord God. I thank you and I praise you now for what you have already done, for what is in the works, and for what you are about to do. Lord God, I thank you in advance for the soul salvation of my children. I thank you in advance, Lord God, that each and every one of them are functioning in some area of the five-fold ministry. I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, that they are exhibiting the attributes, Lord God, of the fruit of the Spirit. I thank and I praise you now that no matter what they have done in the past, uh, that they will repent and turn from their ways, uh, that you will hear them from heaven uh, as they seek your face, uh, as they seek your kingdom, uh, and you will heal the land. Uh, you will heal their land uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, Lord God, I praise you and I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. I magnify your name and I glorify you. Now, Father God, as we end this prayer, I pray, Lord God, for immediate manifestation of your glory, that every word that has been spoken for your namesake, that it shall come to pass. I pray, Lord God, even now, that you will dispatch your angels to do that which you have commissioned us to do commission them to do in each and every one of our lives. And I pray, Lord God, that you will, Father God, accept our praise and our worship. That it will be pleasing unto you. 
As we seal this prayer through our faith, I pray, Lord God, that you will continue to speak to me, that you will continue to give me guidance, continue to give me direction, continue, Lord God, to order my steps according to what you have purposed for this prayer and fasting period. I thank you and I honor you in Jesus' holy name. I pray, thank God, and amen.